This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. training coverage it has been brought to you all week long by mattress makers in la mesa natural handcrafted mattresses go get your custom pillow at mattress makers you can choose whatever filling you'd like you can choose however you know how stuffed you want it to be a little firmer a little softer it's all custom right there for you made right in front of you it was really cool we went uh, before the trip brought our pillows with us now i've got mine uh, heading back in the car as we uh, return to san diego this afternoon make sure you get mine home safely Yes, you've got all your stuff in my car because yeah. you're flying back. Yes. Taking the easy way. The easy way. That's how I do it. Paulie and I are taking the hard way, yep. the long way back to try to avoid the mountains and the snow and all the torrential rain. Now, it was not great weather the first few days we've been here, but today is actually uh, really nice so far. It's, it's uh, sunny. It's yeah. just, not too it's, hot. It's uh, not too cold. It it's is, really it nice. It's a perfect, perfect day out here, and uh, it, you know, it bodes well for game time. And um, just so excited to see these guys get it get it going. There's a huge crowd uh, around watching a, a pen right now. I think Pomeranz was out there at out least there a second day, ago. Man. Yeah, he's been out there every day throwing. It's so got to be a good sign uh, as the Padres put their bullpen together, get him back. It just uh, adds another left-handed option out there. Crazy. Uh, we saw Tim Hill throwing earlier yep. as well. I mean, the more you got three devastating lefties like that yep. with Hader, Hill, and Pomeranz, uh, there's not many bullpens that can be that flexible. I mean, usually a lot of bullpens maybe have one lefty they can rely on, and they got to save it for one you know key spot in the lineup yep. where maybe you got two lefties uh, in three coming up, and and you're waiting for that one moment. Uh, Bob Melvin, if he has three lefties, will have a lot of flexibility in terms of uh, neutralizing opposing hitters in lineups like that. Flexibility and depth, man, and, and health are the the three things uh, for this team that are are just. It just sets them apart uh, from a lot of other rosters in Major League Baseball right now. So, saw Tatis walk by uh, earlier. He's walking down by the uh, the batting cage. So, he's around. Going to get his uh, work in today, too. So, yeah, just, the stars are out, man. And there's a bunch of stars in our lineup today uh, for the first game. Speaking of games, we're going to play our own game here in a couple of minutes. Uh, a late edition of Take on Woods. A chance to qualify for a trip to Las Vegas. And uh, all you have to do is, is challenge Woodsy in a game of music trivia. Five questions, one minute. Uh, see if you can get as many as possible. Uh, then Woods gets his chance, and uh, we'll compare scores. If you want to be our contestant, call up now. Italian Paul back there will take your call. 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. Uh, we'll probably play here in about five or six minutes, but I uh, want to get that number out early so we get a couple of options on the line. Uh, before it's ready to go yeah buddy uh let's see anything else that uh, you've noticed while we've been here observations on this team uh just in general kind of wrapping up our trip here in the final hour just uh there's a lot of confidence um amongst all the guys that uh, you can you can tell and you can tell the message is is clear you can tell it's a singular message you know and, and that's to go out and win this thing um this year and it's gonna you know you, you it takes so much to win a World Series. You can have the best 111-win team and, and just go nowhere. Uh, we saw it last year. And I, I think you use the Dodgers as, as kind of a cautionary tale. I do, um, if you're the San Diego Padres. And, you know, you, you, you heard things about them, the layoff. 
while the Padres were battling the Mets. You know, the, the Dodgers were, were going on late-night talk shows, and they were not taking BP at, at Petco Park. And, um, yeah, you, you can't look past teams, and you can't take it for granted. And you have to really grind, and it takes a lot of luck, too. You can have the best players in the world, but, but it's going to take a tremendous amount of luck. Things got to bounce your way. Will you be on the lookout for those signs this season with the Padres that – you know, things are going too easily, that they've gotten overconfident at any point this season. You know, I don't, I don't know that you can be uh, overconfident. Uh, I, I think that, that – That wasn't what you were just describing no, with the Dodgers it, it a second ago? No, it wasn't okay. – it's not overconfident. It's, it's, more of, um, it's more of kind of taking it for granted. Like, they took for granted they were going to roll through the playoffs. They did. I mean, there's no other way to look at it. When you win that many games and you – you own. They owned the Padres in the regular season. I'm sure they were licking their chops. Um, it, overconfident, maybe the word, but I, I almost looked at it as like is like it, you look past you look past them. You 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 got a little bit lazy. I mean that's that's just lazy. Not going out and taking grounders and taking BP and uh, you know when the playoffs start. I, I don't know, man. I just I use them as a cautionary tale that regular season's great and winning a division's fantastic. But, you know, we talked to Tony Wynn Jr. about peaking at the right time. You know, you got to peak at the right time. The Philadelphia Phillies, they peaked at the right time. Now, they weren't able to get the job done uh, ultimately, but uh, when they peaked, they were horrible down the stretch. I mean, horrid. And they got in the playoffs. They started playing defense out of nowhere. They started hitting uh, bombs, and it was just, I mean, it was a revelation. I can't, I can't argue with your logic, but I also, part of me goes, there's no reason – there's no way that the reason that the Dodgers lost to the Padres is because they didn't take infield practice one day. I just I can't see that as the reason. Or, or batting practice. Or batting practice. I still don't think that that's, that's the reason they lost. Though. After playing 165 games, playoffs, regular season, it doesn't. I don't think it comes down to, you know, what you did to eat for breakfast the morning of a playoff game. Well, I, I, I think breakfast is different than getting, getting work in. You know, I mean, again, they, they said, no, they're, they're not going to hit. Yeah, but you, see, gonna... you see a lot of teams that, uh, we, you know, they work too hard, that they grind sure. too much, and we should have backed off a little bit at some point. It, You know, it, we're, we're going after the fact and looking for reasons. I think the Padres simply played better yeah, in, in a series when it counted. And well, I don't, but the I, I don't know tale. that the Dodgers did anything wrong. They simply they didn't rise to the moment the way the Padres did in that series. And, and by cautionary tale, I mean, I, I mean that. It's, it's, you, you don't want to be that team. That's worse. That's worse, man. You know, the Mariners back in the day when they all those regular season wins to get bounced in the first round, um, you know, that you don't want to be that team that is a regular season champion. You I guess it, it terrifies me as a fan, though, knowing how difficult it is to figure out what it takes to get locked in for the playoffs. Right. Because the Padres could have the best regular season in the franchise history, and it could be over three days later. Correct. It, it really could be in it's the awful. postseason. It's awful. And the postseason's awful. And we'll all <laughs> consider this season kind of a massive failure. Correct. If they, if they get eliminated in the wild card round of the playoffs yeah, how or even in the it? division series, it's going to feel like a massive, massive failure, even though you know, it only comes down to – that comes down to one series, a best of three or a best of five. Yep. Guess what? The best team in baseball, over 162, you're going to lose quite a few series yep. over the course of the year. Absolutely. There will be weeks where it just doesn't come together, and if one of those series happens to be in October, your season is over. And it doesn't mean you weren't a great team. 
it, it, you just may have hit the wrong matchup at the wrong time, and there's so little you can do about it now in spring training. I just, you know, eye on the prize for this team the whole year. I do look at the lineup. I do look at the depth, and, you know, of course injuries are going to play a huge part of it. Um, but if they stay healthy, Ben, I, it's going to be hard for me to wrap my head around this team hitting a, a massive lull. And by a massive lull, I mean a six-game losing streak. I agree. Streak. I I, just, no, I, I agree. I, I, it's hard. I, if it does happen, and even if it does happen, I'm still not going to panic because of the makeup of this team, the manager, you know, what, what we've got here. Um, I'm just not going to panic, and I promise you those guys won't panic either. Between the talent the Padres have right now and the playoff format that uh, Major League Baseball has adopted in the last couple of years, I think there's clearly never been a season in Padres history in which I have been more confident that they will be playing in October. Correct. Yeah, they had they had really good teams, 96 and 98. But, they're, you know, 96 went right down to the wire against the Dodgers. Yep. You know, they needed to clinch in the last couple of days. 98 didn't. But remember, at that point, there was no, you know, there was only one wild card. It wasn't nearly as easy to get into the postseason. Uh, to me, you know, the postseason is you can never take it for granted as a foregone conclusion. But... It, partly in my mind, I feel like this is a 162-game warm-up for the Padres this year. That's, uh, I, you know, I, I, it's hard because I saw a quote like that from a Dodgers beat reporter once who said this is just basically spring training for us. And I don't know that you can have that mentality either. Um, you know, you you got to play this thing out. you got to play this thing hard through the, the through the end of the season. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think this is a 100-plus win team for sure. All right, you can listen to 97.3 The Fan on the Odyssey app for your chance to win a pair of tickets to Depeche Mode at Pachanga Arena on December the 6th. Every hour you listen now through March 5th equals one entry in the contest. And speaking of music, we've got a contestant online. Let's get to today's game of Take on Woods. Get out of here. It's time for Take on Woods. Take on Woods. Woods. Alright, I gotta shield my screen. Guy, are you doing this morning? Guy, are you there? I hear something. This is... I got dropped. There you are. I got you. I got you. So, Guy, is that you? Okay. Yeah, it's me. Yeah. All right. You are you are good to go. Uh, I will remind everybody what you are playing for. If you can beat or tie Woods, you will qualify for our grand prize monthly drawing trip to Las Vegas, a two-night stay at the Westgate with uh, treatment for two at Serenity Spa and a VIP pod at the Westgate Superbook. Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino features newly designed premier rooms, part of their $70 million room renovations. Home of legendary Vegas fun. Must be 21 and up. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522 4,700. All right, you get to pick the category as uh, Woods has departed the vicinity. Uh, here are your choices, Guy. We've got I chart back. Those are five bands and artists that begin with the letter I. We've got the When Is Now, five song titles that all begin with the word When. And we've got our new category, Ain't It Grand. Uh, it ain't proper grammar, but uh, we've got song titles that include the word ain't. So of those three, I chart, the When Is Now, or Ain't It Grand. Guy, what would you like to play? Let's go uh, win. Like, the Padres are going to win 101 and 61 this year. No Padres. It's when, not win. Like, W-H-E-N. When. You still want to pick that one? I'll I'll, I'll still take it. All right, still take it. The when is now. So five song titles to begin with the word when. 
like uh, when is this show going to end sort of thing. Uh, you'll get 60 seconds. You can pass if you don't know an answer. Uh, we'll start with our two-second song. Italian Paul will play a little clip of a well-known classic. Uh, you need to give me the title and the artist to score that point. Guy, are you ready to play? Let's do it. All right, remember the category, the when is now, song titles that start with when. Your time begins when uh, Frankie plays the music. Good luck, Guy. Let's take on Woods. When I Come Around by Green Day. Correct. Percy Sledge is best known for which slow-paced number one hit from 1966? Uh, Bruno Mars sings I Should Have Bought You Flowers in which piano ballad that became one of the star's early hits in 2012? Uh... A 14-year-old Paul McCartney imagined what life would be like 50 years into the future when he wrote which song the Beatles eventually recorded for their Sgt. Pepper album. In 1975, a cheated and mistreated Linda Ronstadt breathed new life into which Everly Brothers hit from the 1960s. Oh, time is up. Hanging up in shame. That is a tough category, though. You got one. We'll see. Let's bring Woods. I'm bringing Woods over, so I'm not going to give the answers out until afterwards. But uh, you only got the two-second song at the beginning. The other ones, not quite as good. So uh, since he's too close, I don't want to give away any of the answers or the category. So... Everyone gets to play the game in their cars one more time uh, to see if they can get these right. All right, uh, guy's score is locked in. All right. Putting All right. 60 All seconds right. back on the clock. Did you catch a game last night? Uh, no. Uh, the time begins when Frankie plays the music. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on Guy. When I come around, Green Day? Correct. Percy Sledge is best known for which slow-paced number one hit from 1966? When a Man Loves a Woman. Correct. Bruno Mars sings I Should Have Bought You Flowers, in which piano ballad became one of the star's early hits in 2012. Pass. A 14-year-old Paul McCartney imagined what life would be like 50 years into the future when he wrote which song the Beatles eventually recorded on their Sgt. Pepper album. When I'm 64. Correct. In 1975, a cheated and mistreated Linda Ronstadt breathed new life into which Everly Brothers When hit. will I be loved? Correct. Bruno Mars sings I Should Have Bought You Flowers in which piano ballad that became one of the star's early hits in 2012. I don't know. I'm out. You got four, though, and that's a win today. Got a boy. Uh, the only one that we didn't get was When I Was Your Man. All right. By Bruno Mars. But you uh, you nailed the category was the When Is Now song titles that begin with the word when. when. All right. I thought maybe the, uh, the clue... 14-year-old Paul McCartney, 50 yeah. years into the future, later, was when I'm, when, when I'm 64. I know the song, but I still away. had to do the math in my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, congratulations, Woods. Thank a you. win to Feels end good. the week here. Uh, after a couple of slow weeks, you're getting back on track here. I do. I feel on like take that. on Woods. Yeah, I feel like the, that uh, it's all coming together. All right, uh, got a couple of segments left from spring training. You know, Sammy Spring Training's going to stop by. He's out on the fields right now seeing what's going on so he can give us an update uh, of what is happening today in the now at the uh, spring training complex here in Peoria. And we'll be back after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. I can hear the wind blowing in our microphones oh, here. Yeah. 
kicking up a little, little bit. bit. Not bad. Not like it was the last few days, but uh, you know what? It's been uh, it's been a week of weather, but also a week of uh, a really fun broadcast here. It's been awesome at spring man. training. Been awesome. It's been a great trip. It's um, this is I feel like I always feel like we're in our element here, and uh, I just love it, man. I love the the people here. You know, from the guy that that takes the the bags out to the the backfields. Um, to the guys that make the food, everyone here is so kind. They're so friendly. They're so accommodating of us. Um, so we really appreciate it for the we, whole organization. We just got introduced to uh, one of the longtime staffers. I've never met Tree Tree Man. Tree Man. I've been here for 20 years. Eric Grupner introduced us. Said he was Tree Boy. Yeah. Uh, when he started, now he's Tree Man. He's been around that long, and he said, "Oh, you should have him on and tell the story." He, he goes, like, no, no, "No, no, 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 no." Don't no. want to tell the stories, but there are a lot of these uh, baseball lifers who work behind the scenes. I mean, I was just surprised. I mean, there's a room just around the corner. It's like an entire room of Gatorade. Yeah. It's an, the entire room is either Gatorade tubs, Gatorade bottles. I mean, the, that's all that is in there. It's an entire room full of Gatorade. That's what spring training does. You've got just little magical things all around the place, around every corner. No, it's great, man. And like I said, everyone here is so, so kind. So uh, I looking at a story that ESPN posted called How the Astros Are Gearing Up to Defend Their World Series Crown. Okay. And I want to ask you, of all the other teams in Major League Baseball, National League or American League, which one in your mind poses the biggest threat to keep the San Diego Padres from winning their first World Series title? Pretty obvious is it, I think so. Is it the Astros? I think so. That's the one? I mean, yeah. not any of the other National League squads, not the Mets, not the Dodgers. Phillies are, are going to be really tough as well, getting Trey Turner at the top of their lineup. Um, you know, they're going to be tough as well. But, uh, you know, the, the Astros, again, and, you know, you tend to do this, the recency bias of see, seeing that uh, team roll through it and, and dominate and win a World Series. And then knowing what they, they brought back. Um, yeah, they let, you know, Verlander's gone. but I, I don't uh, even think they're going to get back to the World Series this year. Yeah? I, I don't. The hangover? I, I think that losing Verlander and the World Series hangover having to – you know, on the short season ramped up with the um, the way they did it last year and then playing all the way through into early November is asking a lot for that Astros team to do it again this year. They got a lot of talent. I mean, they're, you they're know. pretty consistent. You know, they're pretty consistent. And, and you know, I think they even they got to the World Series with guys even having down years in, in, in some cases and, and rolling with a rookie shortstop in Jeremy Pena who looks like he's put on, I don't know, 40 pounds of muscle. You guys see the picture of him standing by the batting cage? His arms are the size of one of your legs. I mean, they're just, it looks like he is yoked. So, you don't know what you're going to get out of him in year two, right? But uh, coming off a of World Series MVP, the confidence has got to be pretty high. They've got this stable of arms, Ben, um, that they've got locked up that, that just looks so good. They've got a dominant closer. They've got a good bullpen. They've got a good manager. Uh, they, they, they added a Breu in the offseason. Um, uh, you know, it, it just it's, it's going to be tough to top the, those guys. To me, the one team that I think poses the biggest threat, though, to the Padres, well, you know, we've already said we think that they're going to win enough games to make the playoffs. So you're going to have to get through a number of different teams to win the World Series. And, you know, we've already seen that they can hit the Phillies pitchers. Yep. You know, we've seen them do it. Even their best ones, yep. they've gotten hits against them. The team that worries me the most is the Mets. And if, you know, if Verlander and Scherzer happen to be at the top of their game 
in October, and the Padres, you know, they got they got to Scherzer last year in the yeah. playoffs. But to me, to that that lineup, that that pitching rotation in a short series in the playoffs, that's the team that actually scares me the most. Yeah, I don't think you want to go into a, a three game series against those guys. Not again. Uh, not again. Uh, even though you, you've proven that you can do it. Um, no, I mean, look, the, the NL is going to be – it's a gauntlet. It's a gauntlet of epic proportions. But if you if you can't find a way to win a pennant, you got to beat an American League team. Uh, I'm hard-pressed to find one in the AL that's better than the Houston Astros. Um, I just – I don't – I'm not saying that they're going to be immune to a, a, a World Series hangover a little bit, but with the guys that they have, the Bregmans, the Altuves, the guys that can grind it out, man, and, and – Find a way to win games. They're just they're just a terrifying baseball team. You know, even um, even winning the division, even getting the best record in baseball and the bye, it, it's it, that would be the, I guess the ideal place. Sure. But I mean, you're the second seed. That means you're facing the second wild card team. You're probably facing, you know, a, a Dodgers or a, a Mets or a Phillies or a Braves team in the first round of the playoffs. And then you've got another. I mean, you could have to go through the three oh, yeah. superpowers again. I mean, that's you may get to the World Series and be like, I'm cashed. Yeah, I'm absolutely cashed. Yeah, I by mean, the, the battles that we've just the, the Mets, Dodgers, Phillies gauntlet, that the Padres <laughs> had to go through. How many? How many teams really could go through and win series three in a row against those teams? No kidding. No it, kidding. Uh, you know, and 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 which of those teams are are going away? None of them. Um, you know, I think they've all. The Dodgers didn't have the splashiest offseason, but they're still very good. They're still very, very good and getting some guys back. Uh, and some of their young guys are players. They are players, and they're going to get a look. Uh, and, and don't be surprised at the deadline if they go out and make moves as well, if they're in it, and we all expect them to be. So uh, it is. It's, I'm as nerve-wracked and excited for a season as I've ever been because it's going to be very, very challenging. And remember – the likelihood is that the division and the bye will be decided not not necessarily on how you play against the other good teams. Those will be battles. You'll probably split some games against the Dodgers and against the Mets and the Phillies. It'll be on how how well you dominate some of the other teams yeah, that you face during the course of the regular season. You know, taking two out of three against the the Rockies not really going to be enough probably you're going to have to sweep a lot of those series against the lesser teams you need to impose your will on on the lesser teams you do and i watched the yankees do it ben in the al east against the orioles and at the time the rays uh for years and it was like well it's almost like padding stats i mean it's you're just like yeah we got a ton of wins because we beat the crap out of the teams that we were supposed to it's a little bit against what the baseball mentality is i've seen it so often, hey, you just win series. Yeah, you win go, series, you take two series. out of three, and normally that is good enough. But when you have so many super teams now, yeah, you know it's not it's not the old days when ninety two wins might be the best record in the league. If you want, if you want to get a buy in the first round, that that probably starts at about one hundred and four, one hundred and five yeah. wins, just to get in the conversation no of having the best record in the league. So you don't do that by just taking two out of three against the bad teams and splitting against the good teams. That gets you in the playoffs. That gets you to 90 wins. But to get to 105, it requires a lot of sweeps. It requires a few winning streaks, like eight or nine games over the course of the season, stretches of 20 out of 23 that you win. It's not simply, hey, we went six and four this, you know, out of these 10. Let's go six and four in the next 10. And, you know, 600 winning percentage is great. 
not quite good enough when you have so many loaded teams in the National League. Well, and being one of the loaded teams, the pressure on you to do that, you know, to, uh, to again, impose your will on, on the lesser teams. And there are there are a bunch, and we're going to be facing a bunch of them. And, yeah, man, you got to take it to those guys. No, no joke. One through six has to perform. All right, before you make your next bet, you can check out BetQL because they look at every bet from every game to find you the best bets possible, ranking them on a scale of one to five stars. And uh, whether that's basketball, baseball coming up, any sport you want, uh, they're doing it day in and day out. And right now, uh, you can get three days of BetQL access absolutely free just by visiting BetQL.com or by downloading the BetQL app. All right, final segment is coming up. Sammy String Chain is going to stop by, see what's going on, and wrapping it all up here with Bennett Woods. Our donuts are about to blow away on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Sour 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by 5-Hour Energy. Visit 5-HourEnergy.com. Remember college? 5-Hour Energy got you through. The energized feeling you relied on back then still works today. Rediscover 5-Hour Energy. It'll get you through again. Visit 5-HourEnergy.com. Got Sammy Spring Training standing by as we get our final check of traffic during our stay here in Peoria on 97.3 The Fan. Well, we have, uh, we have survived the week here at spring training last segment of Ben and Woods before we head back to San Diego I'm gonna catch at least a couple of innings of the game before uh, making the drive I don't want to start too late and you know risk uh, not getting there until after midnight or anything but I do want to see this lineup I want to see Xander Bogarts in a Padres uniform on a buddy on a stadium field for the first time he's going to be leading off today with Manny Machado and Juan Soto following right behind him uh, and that's just a taste of things to come this year for the Padres. Yeah, can't wait, man. Get to see Nick Martinez on the bump as well. And, and then the guys uh, trailing him today, Jay Groom. And who was the last one? Uh, it's going to be Ryan Weathers. Ryan Weathers on the and, bump uh, You know, I started talking about Ryan Weathers, and we'll ask uh, Sammy about it as well. Uh, some of the changes he's made and what he went through last year, I mean, all we really saw were the numbers in El Paso. And they were dreadful. Uh, he made one appearance with the Padres, and... It was, you know, three and two-thirds innings, four runs, something like that. Not great. But he's come in, I, I feel, with a different energy this year, a little more confident, has made some changes, and, and hopefully can get back to being, you know, that that guy who was once uh, one of the top prospects in the Padres system. Have you seen Sammy uh, Levitt with us? Have you seen much of Ryan Weathers so far this spring? Yeah. Uh, I saw his new windup, and I talked to him about it. And uh, going over the head is what you'll notice today. He's bringing his glove hand and his uh, and his throwing hand above his head and then getting into his depth. Uh, he talk, I talked to him uh, earlier in the week and he talked about uh, improving the way he spins the baseball working with Joe Musgrove uh, so I'm really excited to see him as well we know this is a, a big time prospect uh, somebody that if the Padres needed to uh, dip into that pitching depth at different points of the year certainly uh, Ryan Weathers is somebody that you could see so uh, I'm really interested to see him interested to see uh, Jake Room as well yeah, today no doubt. Um, uh, who was part of that Eric Hosmer deal and they were talking about uh, Ryan Weathers last year with a lot of trial and error and Trying to figure it out mid-season or in-season as you go from start to start. I mean, it's just got to be an excruciating thing for a player 
when your mechanics are off, the velo's down, you, you can't really put your finger on it, so you're just trying new stuff uh, every time you go take, take the bump. That's not a recipe for success, and especially uh, not at the big league level. I mean, you've got to have it figured out, so um, that's what this is for. He's put in a lot of work in the offseason, and you know, all the guys to a man are talking about how good he's looked, so we'll see today, you know, and, and he's going up against a tough lineup with the Mariners are running out there, too, so yeah. they got a bunch of stars in their lineup as well. Should be a fun one. Yeah, and the Padres are facing Robbie Ray yeah. uh, to begin the day, Dirty. so I would assume he'll throw something like, you know, two innings or something like that, uh, but so so the top of that order has to face a, a very good starting pitcher. Yeah, welcome to the fire. Yeah, welcome to the fire. Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, you were over there uh, earlier. There was quite the crowd at the bullpen. I know Drew Pomeranz was throwing. Is yeah. that is that what was attracting all the people, or what was going on over there? So Drew Pomeranz was throwing. Daniel Camarena was throwing. I can't quite tell you why there was such a large crowd. <laughs> there were a lot of people yeah, there. It but just I could t- be because it's the first game yeah. day and everyone's at, here. At but. different points of the morning and the day, and depending on the day, sometimes the crowds get very large right behind us by the bullpen, so I don't quite know. Uh, but look, I'm no pitching scout. I'm no pitching expert. Drew Pomeranz, to me looks really good um you know the the stuff looks good it's it's coming out of his hand great you hear the pop of the mitt manny machado stood in against him well not not taking any swing but but just just... stood in the box by the bullpen uh, against him and uh, was nodding his head at times and uh kind of giving his approval so we've said it before i think uh during this week uh what a boost that would be but uh just the eye test in the bullpen to me he looks very good which is great yeah it's good to see uh the padres getting started with uh, knock on wood, a good good deal of health so far. I know Adam Engel yeah. was a little behind. Joe Musgrove had the wisdom teeth. Uh, but for the most part, we haven't heard anything uh, too concerning coming out of the Padres so far here at spring training. Yeah, which is what you want, which is arguably the most critical element of this whole thing, of this whole spring, and especially as the guys go to the World Baseball Classic, is coming out of here as healthy as possible. I mean, look, over the course of the next 30 days, you're likely going to have some issues health-wise pop up that just kind of how it goes. Yep. You just hope they're not uh, too serious. And um, certainly with the World Baseball Classic guys, you hope those guys stay healthy with the competitiveness of those games. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, look, you cross your fingers, but that's a huge part of it. So those games start when? Next weekend? March, March, 8th, March 8th, I believe, 8th? is the, the beginning. Yeah. Now, some of the games will be uh, so overseas. Right. Some of the preliminary games for the, uh, you know, Chinese Taipei and Japan. Some will be in Miami and some will be here in Arizona as well. And then those winners all advance to Miami, right. which will be the final, what, quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals. So the top eight teams will go to Miami for the last uh, rounds of games. And the, I think it all wraps up by the 21st or so. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing the games uh, over at Chase Field uh, in Arizona here in Phoenix. Uh, it's going to be cool. Uh, I believe I have a credential for that, so I think I'll be able Perfect. to uh, get Perfect. So there Sammy Spring Training is also going to be yeah, Sammy that'll WBC, WBC that'll be as cool. well. And uh, we should see uh, you know some Padres guys uh, over there as well. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be really but neat. But the, the Dominican Padres players will be heading to Miami yep. right. for their initial games. You're assuming they're, they're going to advance out of their pool yes. and get to play in the finals. But they won't be here in Arizona at all because that will all be – over there in Miami for for all their games. Yeah, I have to take honestly. I have to take a look at the bracket and really kind of bear down on it. But, are we uh, uh, are we that mad if they get knocked out in the first round? No. It's a mixed. It's kind of uh, a mixed it's blessing. A mixed feeling like yeah. oh well, back to spring training you go. Yeah. Well, 
uh, could you make the argument that playing in more of those kinds of games Manny did. is he better? Did. Yeah, he, he made that argument and, and yeah. said, oh, yeah, it's absolutely, uh, yeah. It's absolutely I, beneficial. I think, I think Bob Melvin, and he said it a couple of times in the last week and a half, he keeps making this point uh, about the injuries that they could get hurt here at sure. spring training, yeah. too. Happens all the so, time. So, um, you know, look, I, I mean, you can think about it whatever way you want to think about it. I think there's probably an argument to be made that you know that it's better to be here at spring training or it's better to keep continue playing in those games but i i think like look those guys are really excited about it i think we as fans should be really excited about it and i uh, hope the entertainment factor is uh, really high i mean we're baseball fans we want the sport to grow yeah and attract more fans and worldwide I and mean, so this is how you do it you know you you expand your brand by putting on events like this when normally you know it's the dog days of spring training people are kind of all right, well, when's the season going to start? Yeah. It's not It's not really the best time for baseball fans. I do feel like there's more buzz about it this year oh, yeah. than I can ever remember. You know, I to be honest with you, I, I don't feel like I really got all that into it. Well, how long has it been since the last one? 2017? Because they were supposed to be every four years, but then they had the pandemic right. and they had to push it back. So it's been, yeah, six years. 2017. Six years, I think, I think, since the last World Baseball Classic. So, uh, you know, people are... It's been a long time since we've get, gotten to see this event. It's good baseball, man. It's good baseball. They take it seriously. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, great for us, man. I'm going to watch every game. Every, every game I can get my hands on. Yeah. I will tell you, um, just being around the complex the last hour or so, a couple of things stood out. Number one, there are a lot of fans here Lots. already yeah. this morning. They packed it today. Over there, you guys could see it when, when the players, the position players, were stretching uh, in that little grassy area between the fields. I mean, there were already a few hundred fans yeah. there waiting, and then they were kind of led into the uh, the area by Field 1 over there for, for defensive drills and batting practice. For the first time today, they did, or at least I saw they did for the first time, pop-up drills where they take a pitching machine and they just pop it up in the air. Yeah. And it might be going to the left side of the infield, right side of the infield, directly above the mound. And it was really, really cool to hear those guys at the top of their lungs during those drills yeah. yell, I got it, I got it, I got it. You can't yeah. really hear it in games. It was really but... cool because I was like, that's that's literally baseball drill 101. Yeah, they, that tried, is it. they tried it in uh, fantasy camp with the machines shooting fly <laughs> balls, and that didn't go uh, very well, Sammy, at all. Uh, it didn't It didn't go well at all. I mean, the sky game. here, it's sunny, it's it windy, is. it's a high sky. I can see sky. where this would be very hard This to is see. about as tough yeah. as it gets in in, in fielding pop-ups that you're going to see all season long. So uh, it's definitely good practice when they're out there. Excited for game one today. Uh, just ready to get this thing going, man. Yeah. So ready to get it going. Yeah, I, I think uh, it's going to be, you know, the, the big focus uh, of Bob Melvin's press uh, media scrum over here uh, was, and, and this has been the way it's, you know, this has been a big question for, for the last week and a half, was about the rule changes. And I'm going to be honest with you, I, I can't wait to just – see a game with the rule changes in part so we can stop talking about what they're going to look, like, look like because I'm, I'm going crazy with all these questions about what it's going to look like so we can actually see it um i think that's going to be a fascinating part of today and this weekend is seeing those rule changes and reportedly the umpires have been instructed to Pound enforce them. it yep. day one and i get that so it's it's going to be really interesting today to see with the disengagement rule and are guys even running this weekend? Yeah. Are they going for it? Are they, uh, you know, the, the pitch clock? It's a, a big part of uh, today, obviously. Uh, talking to Sammy Levitt, Sammy Spring Training here on our final segment at the Peoria Sports Complex. Now, did Bob 
address the fact that after two days of with us and with the media talking about how Juan Soto is going to be batting second <laughs> and Manny Machado is going to be batting third, that in his very first spring training lineup, he's flipped him around yeah. with Machado batting second and Soto batting third. Was there a smirk? Was there a gleam he, in his eye? Was that a practical he joke? Joked, he joked that his pen <laughs> slipped. Um, Amazing. I, I, I'd have to go back. I'm trying to think about what he said after he said his pen <laughs> slipped. Um, I think it was about having the lefties in there and just wanting to split up some of the – because what was it? it it's Xander – Xander, Manny, Manny, Soto, Soto Cruz, Cruz. Cruz. So lefty, so I think, righty, yeah, lefty. lefty I think he wanted to split the lefties up today. I wouldn't yeah, lean. Righty, I would, lefty, righty, you, would, yeah. you wouldn't want Scott Service to bring in a tough lefty in the eighth no. inning and have to face those three guys. He's not going to be in the game anymore. It's a spring training game. Know. He's going righty, righty. <laughs> Lefty, right. It doesn't matter. Doesn't it's matter. spring training. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't glean. <laughs> what I took away from his answer was I, I wouldn't glean too much into. I think he's uh, just been having today. fun with us. Yeah, I, I think he's been messing with us the last couple of days. <laughs> and this is how Bob Melvin gets through spring training by playing little games with the media. Yeah, I, I will say, and and I'm not, you know, I'm really not trying to like get an extra donut out of you guys. You or anything can have like as that. many as you want, <laughs> but. You guys have done an outstanding job Thank here you. this so week. Thank you. So have you, Sammy. That, that Manny Machado friend contract was <laughs> awesome. That was awesome. That was a great idea and a great way to to broach that whole thing. I mean, that was that was tremendous. Well, Appreciate it. I mean, and we are going home now, but you have to stay. And really, the the real work of spring training is in the, the endurance. It's like, Manny, you got to post every day yeah. and come back every day. That's the real challenge. We kind of came in... And we were given all the best players, yeah. you know, sitting down and doing interviews. And I appreciate the kind comments, but I, I would think that, you know, a monkey could probably do a pretty good job with this show the way we were set up this week. So. <laughs> yeah, my, my, yeah, I guess I, I'm I'm a little bit more. I have to go in the clubhouse yeah. and kind of grab them. Yeah, and, you got to be things like that. But you can, you can set things up, and I'm going to try to do some more of that stuff. But, uh, no, you, you guys have done an outstanding job here. Seriously, the, I've watched all the interviews, the YouTube stuff. Shout out to Paul. Shout out to Shout Paul Rindle. Paul. Okay, Paul, this has been so the much YouTube on, stream. So this is outstanding. So great job, guys. Yeah, why not take a, a week where you're already on the road and out of studio and then add like 10 notches to the degree of difficulty and of course he can't talk because his microphone is yeah. plugged into sammy's right now but you know it's nice he just has to sit there and let us say nice things about him for a minute or two yeah there he goes you got it you know just take a bow over there paulie you're not even on the youtube stream right now there's not a fourth camera for paulie so and you got don Orsillo on that was probably that was, our biggest get of the yeah, week, yeah, uh, to be honest. I mean, He's eluded us. Like You thought it would be Z Xander or yeah. Soto or Manny, but <laughs> really it's Don as our white whale. Don, uh, Blake Snell slipped through our fingers again. Just slipped right through our fingers, but uh, we'll get him. Yeah. Everybody in the comments is asking, where's Snell? Where's Snell? Where's Snell? It's, a, it's become a bit of a game of it's cat a bit and mouse. Of, it's a little yeah. cat and mouse with Blake Snell with now. Yeah. I guess I he, I was told he, uh, he slept in a little bit. Okay. And uh, by the time he got here, he was already running late for his workouts. Okay. And his workouts go until a little after 11 o'clock. So he's working out right now. So, yeah. yeah, he's out there somewhere. Well, right now. The yeah. question is, was it a strategy to avoid us or Probably. simply just a matter of circumstance? Well, maybe, maybe you'll get him during the season. No, we maybe will. you can g come down to Petco Park and, and interview him. That'd be nice. We will uh, We will track Blake Snell down. We If we got Don, Don Arcillo, we can get Blake Snell. That's true. For sure. That's true. Slippery cat. Um, yeah, great great crowds already now. And you do see that, as Sammy mentioned, that once the games start, there were fans here for sure yeah. the last week and a week and a half or so. But 
this is the dividing point where hotel prices go way up Ooh, starting yeah. tonight. Um, you know, this is how they make their money in the Peoria economy. They they didn't build all these hotels for. <laughs> You know, August and September, they built them all for February and March. So they will charge through the uh, the roof, the, uh, the top possible prices for the next six weeks. Yep. And get as uh, many people in here as they can. By the way, quickly, wanted to thank the Tier 1s. Uh, my wife tweeted last night um, doing a little fundraising for Bo's T-ball team. And uh, you guys came through in, in droves, and I really appreciate it. Can you They'll say be th- flying private charters to their you? T-ball games <laughs> this year, <laughs> thanks to the Tier 1s. Thank yeah. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Appreciate it, buddy. Is he the number one fundraiser? <laughs> By far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so proud that of you, buddy. It almost feels like cheating a little yeah, bit. A little but, bit, a know? little bit. Uh, but listen, you know, you, you do what you got to do, and, and I knew Mama wasn't going to get outbid, so... Uh, the number one fundraiser for Encinitas Little League is Bo Woods. Congratulations, pal. You're the big winner this week. And uh, you were such a good boy today. I really appreciate it. He was uh, he was a great magnet as well. Yeah. Players stopped for just yeah. a say hello. second or two to say hi to Bo. He's, uh, he's definitely got some charisma that you and I lack, Woods. Yes, fair enough. Fair <laughs> maybe, enough. maybe it's the hair. I don't know what it is exactly. But the he shades. got some style. You got some swag, Bo. Yeah, he's got some swag. Yeah. Good. You want to go watch some baseball? Yeah? All right. Let's do it. Almost out of here. A couple more minutes. But, to, no, thank you guys again. I mean, that's way above and beyond. I really appreciate it. I think we uh, have to thank our sponsor one more time, oh, yeah. uh, Mattress Makers, uh, for making it possible for us to be out here at spring training, uh, natural handcrafted mattresses. I know that sounds like weird, but uh, most of the mattresses that are made are just come from big Big factory somewhere that are shipped probably from overseas. They have their own factory, the custom-making mattresses uh, for local customers. And uh, if you want a good night's sleep, that really is the way to go at Mattress Makers. Yeah, the pillow uh, is fantastic. And please, again, make sure you get it home safely. Yes, uh, I've got mine in my car and, and you yours guys in my car get as well. home safely as well. We'll try to drive please. safely. Um, and, Sammy, you have a, a good next uh, five weeks or so <laughs> before you get back <laughs> for opening day. Well, I mean, what, you count what, the day. You have a count, like one of those no. like in jail. candy Dufresne, yeah. like uh, hashtags, or what do they call them? Cross, Crosses. Cross Not hashes. Quite. Not quite. Although we're taking a big step today with the first game. So yeah, no doubt. It's going to be good. All right. Uh, no pre and post game show. No, no. Actually, <laughs> I got two hours pre game, 45 minutes post game. You know, we'll break it down. We'll talk <laughs> oh about God. what happened in the eighth inning. We yeah. can't believe what? the decision making. Is in the ninth Bob inning. Melvin on the hot seat for don't, the moves that he made? Don't give Adam again more training. ideas. More ideas for more Sammy coverage. No, no pre and post no uh, for spring training. Uh, no. Also, unsung hero for the most part back at the station, Frank, Big Tony Frankie. Paul. Go, Frank. Doing a great job. Traffic uh, issues today, uh, notwithstanding, it was yep. a really good week, and it's tough to do that all by himself sitting there while we're we're out here. So he did a nice job as well. Thanks, Frank. Thank Paul, you, he's got the microphone back for a second as we hear the music, and that means we are out of here. We'll be back uh, Monday morning in studio, but remember, the YouTube stream stays. It will continue. Uh, even when we were in studio, so you can always join us that way. For, for Frank, for Paul, for Sammy, for Hannah, for Bo, for Woods. I'm Ben. Have a great weekend from all of us here at San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. So long, Peoria. I love Ben and Woods. I said it. I said it out loud.